welcome to Career Center. I'm Kimberly White, Executive Director of the Community Career Center, a resource center located in Naperville for people in career transition. Joining me today is human resource leader, Tanya Griffin, to share her career journey and offer career advice to our television audience. Tanya, welcome. Thank you, it's good to be here. I am so glad that you um, said yes to joining <laughs> me here at the table. Um, before we get started, I always like our guests to share a little bit about themselves and mm -hmm. kind of what, how you started out and to where you are today, so. Okay, well I have a really interesting background. Okay. I actually started my career as an engineer. As an engineer? Yes. Okay. I studied um, <laughs> chemical engineering Okay. and had a, um, know plan to work as an engineer after I finished college mm -hmm. and I did so for almost 10 years oh, wow. with a major company I, I graduated and moved up to the Twin Cities of okay. Minneapolis St. Paul okay. and I had a variety of engineering positions mm -hmm. while I was there but one of the things that I did as like an extracurricular mm -hmm. activity was to help the the, the staffing department okay. recruit other engineers and other disciplines to the yeah. company. And this was a major manufacturer with mm -hmm. operations around the world. And so my boss was very, very supportive mm -hmm. of this kind of newer college grad mm -hmm. going out to college campuses oh, and different Oh, so they weren't doing that at first. They were, were, but you know, this was a big program and okay. initiative, okay. especially around diversity recruiting. Okay. And so I had a lot of support from my leader at the time to do this on the side. Okay. So I had the best time going out to different college campuses and recruiting, mm -hmm. talking about the company and trying mm -hmm. to get the students to consider our company okay. as a place to intern and start their career like I did. And so when you were meeting with these clients, were you focused on just engineering folks or just in just a wide, wide variety of for the most part, part yep, especially engineering. our involvement with some of the um, the pre the engineering societies and organizations okay. mm -hmm, on campus mm -hmm. because the company hired a lot of engineers. Okay. And it was fun to go back to college campuses yeah. as a 20-something year old yeah. and stand You know everything now, then at that point, right? And stand behind the <laughs> yeah. booth, the yeah. boss is on the other, other side, side trying to get a job. Sure, I'm so. sure. You could see yourself, you know, <laughs> being that person, you know, a few mm -hmm. years back. Um, so what part of that did you enjoy? I liked, like the people. I like the people. people I like the, you know, promoting the company. Mm -hmm. um, we had partnerships with some of these organizations, mm -hmm. so I was like the main contact or the liaison mm -hmm. to some of those groups like the National Society mm -hmm. of Black Engineers okay. and the Society of Women Engineers okay. and, um, and and it really was super interesting to mm -hmm. me so after about eight years as an engineer I talked to my boss and I talked to the a leader in staffing and made a decision to make a career change mm -hmm. um, and it was pretty natural because it was going into the staffing department, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is where I had been playing around right. on an extracurricular right, basis. Right, right. So you worked um, in, the, in, in the, the, the HR department or staffing department mm -hmm. for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. You said you were there for 10 years total. So, so I, couple years. I actually, and I actually, I took the job as a staffing administrator and moved to Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. So it was like Same a company, dual change, a, yeah, right? Okay. A, a location change and a position change. Mm -hmm. And here I was the person, one of the people responsible for recruiting um, engineers and uh, marketing and administration mm -hmm. and a variety of disciplines for mm -hmm. that location. Mm -hmm. And so um, you immediately realize the importance of really you're, you're making connections, mm -hmm. right? Versus yeah. 
the engineering piece of it where you're are you were you would were you working more like individually solo or what so were you doing when i was an engineer i yeah. was i did a lot of project management okay. um large manufacturing projects where we're installing equipment to manufacture the product or upgrading equipment mm -hmm. and um and then and, I, and that, was, that was something that you know i wasn't it's a very people-oriented mm -hmm. role too mm -hmm. because you're you're interacting with the vendors and the process managers of the plant and the mm -hmm. other engineers who work in the plant just to make sure mm -hmm. that your projects are going well and I did that for a few years and I, I moved into a technical service engineering mm -hmm. role and I was working closely with marketing and our sales team on new product applications for mm -hmm. the products li product lines mm -hmm. that I represented. Mm -hmm. And that was a really people-oriented role too because so I'm out in the field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't one of those research engineers okay. Okay. who was like at the laboratory the bench, head down, <laughs> yeah. inventing things. Right. It was more up, um, in the second part of my engineering career, more application. Mm -hmm. How are we applying these products and mm -hmm. how, will, how will our customers use them mm -hmm. and how will we make sure we get the right products to them and that their applications are going well. Mm -hmm. And plus I hung out with the sales organization, yeah. so that was really <laughs> that fun. Was yeah. So this was really natural for you. It was actually really natural. Mm -hmm. I know my father, he questioned, he's like, I spent all this <laughs> money on a chemical engineering, engineering yeah. degree. Yeah. What are you talking about going right. into human resources? Right, right. My daddy. Well, the interesting thing was I wasn't sure if I was going to stay in HR mm -hmm. or in staffing because our careers take a lot of Absolutely. different paths. Yeah. And the people at this company, um, I mean, the CEO of this $3 billion company was mm -hmm. a chemical engineer. Okay. So you never know right. where your path may um, may lead you. you. So I thought, okay, I'll do this and then I'll probably end up being a plant engine, a plant engineer and mm -hmm. a plant manager one day because mm -hmm. I'll go back to engineering. Right. Well, what happened was I never did go back. You never went back. Mm -mm. I ended up leaving or moving out of the staffing role and moving into a plant um, HR management role, okay. and I actually moved again okay. to Columbia, Missouri. Oh, <laughs> so, right. okay. Or did I go to yeah Texas to Columbia, Columbia, okay. Missouri? Okay. And but again, that seemed like a natural. Yeah, because I I, I had a lot of. Um, interest mm -hmm. in manuf being in manufacturing but mm -hmm. on the HR side so it's kind of a blend of mm -hmm. these two disciplines mm -hmm. and, and fields that I had in, had, had mm -hmm. become a part of. Mm -hmm. So um, that worked out really well. Yeah. I at one point and it was about a thousand people at the plant I knew mm -hmm. the names of everybody wow. by face yeah. because I was one of those You're HR a great people. HR person then. <laughs> I know. I was one of those HR um, <coughs> leaders that new people wanted mm -hmm. to interact with people and that created a really great dynamic mm -hmm. for me so yeah that's good and I think that when you um, you know when you can when you've transitioned from different roles mm -hmm. and, and moved into that HR role you realize the importance of really having making those connections and mm -hmm. getting to know your mm -hmm. your the people right? right so when did you know, HR has taken on a, t you know, you, you even mentioned staffing, which I remember, you know, kind of dating <laughs> sure. ourselves a little bit. They call it talent acquisition now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so how did all that evolve? And HR, you're now, you know, considered a human resource leader. Right. Um, how, did those, how did that all evolve? There were a lot of different, yeah. um, I call them, 
it's not a climb it's not a career ladder it's a climbing wall mm. so you know when if you climb a rock wall mm -hmm. you might go here and then you, you might, might go here. here and you might go here and like that's that. some of the things yeah. that I um, when I talk to people about their career mm -hmm. I tell them to stop thinking about it in terms of a ladder mm -hmm. so I went from H from staffing to um, an HR supervisor at a large plant mm -hmm. and I actually had to do a lot of staffing in that role mm -hmm. along with the employee relations mm -hmm. piece and then and I was not the um, HR head main HR leader mm -hmm. I reported to that person and mm -hmm. then I got my own location mm -hmm. which happened to be back here in Chicago okay um, or in the Chicago area, area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I was the HR manager for that distribution mm -hmm. center and um, after a couple of years I got a call from a, a headhunter about looking at an opportunity at another company mm -hmm. that was based here in Chicago, and I grew up in Chicago. So it just made so sense. I, and I never thought I would stay in Chicago yeah. because I was worked for a company that moved you around a lot. Right. But when they called, I decided, okay, I'll I'll, I'll consider that, mm -hmm. and so I actually left that company after 50, almost 15 years. Oh my goodness! Right before I got my watch. Yeah. <laughs> That's the state for the <laughs> I'm supposed to stay for the watch. Yeah. And I moved to the a new company okay. um, in a corporate HR role. So I was supporting their IT yeah. organization. Yeah. You know, I love hearing your story because it really talks about, and, and you've probably, you know, are able to um, relate or relay this to folks that are, you know, part of your team. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, don't think it's a ladder you have to look at different opportunities mm -hmm. that really, and you just never know what's gonna come your way. Right, right? and you can do all the planning you want. And it's important to have mm -hmm. a career plan, but mm -hmm. be flexible. Mm -hmm. That's a piece of advice that I give mm -hmm. people. And don't just think of going straight up because you need a breadth of experience. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I'm really um, proud about with when I think about my career is all of the different experiences that I've had. I've even mm -hmm. stepped out of HR twice. Oh, you did? Yeah. And um, what, what type of roles did you? Into the business. Okay. So um, once I moved into one of our business, almost like sales mm -hmm. spaces, um, I saw some synergy between um, kind of what I had been doing in HR and this, this role which supported the the, the dealers or the uh -huh. franchisee uh -huh. franchisees uh -huh. of the organization uh -huh. and you you were responsible for making sure that they were following the plan and the contract so it was like uh -huh. okay HR policy versus sales contract right. and so that and, and it, it allowed me to see a different part of the company uh -huh. that supported a major uh, kind of the bread and butter of the organization uh -huh. and then travel around the country uh -huh. to all these different locations that had the franchises and interact with the owners, mm -hmm. owners of those franchises. Right. So I did that. Yeah, wow. And the second time I stepped out of HR was to, oh my goodness, what was the second time? It was the second time. Yeah. <laughs> so why am I trying to blink? Um, but it's good when you do that because right. it, it, I, would, I, would, I would think it, it makes you, um, obviously it built your resume. It does, right? yeah. Um, and it makes you more attractive to potential, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. hiring managers, mm -hmm. you know, because you've kind of, and I would imagine as a hiring manager, you even see, you look for that right. too. Because you because it gives you perspective. Mm -hmm. You can you can talk about the business. Mm -hmm. You can talk. Of, you understand the landscape that the organization operates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even in the role that I am in right now, 
it's something that's giving me you know, kind of a breadth of experience of, of, mm -hmm. of knowledge about the different business units because mm -hmm. it's easy sometimes you're in HR and you um, you might even be focused on just one business unit mm -hmm. but if you can have an understanding of multiple business units mm -hmm. in an organization it makes you more valuable mm -hmm. you talked about obviously enjoying the the people part mm -hmm. of it what other activities have you enjoyed um, in your um, roles Oh, enjoyed or disliked? It's a lot. <laughs> so what I really, really like is coaching and advising okay. leaders. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are—they're the reason that people stay at or companies yeah. because they of their stay bosses. or go. They stay yeah. or go, and you know, being able to support them as they um, lead and manage talent and create a, a, a team or a workforce that's engaged and happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm results oriented yeah. and um, and performing well mm -hmm. is really what That's important. I it's important. It's, it's how do you manage the talent in the yeah, organization. keep that talent. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Okay. So, up next, Tanya will share more advice uh, for someone starting a career search. We will be back after these public service announcements. I'll never forget the day our landlord called and said, read your lease. No pets allowed. My owner tells him my dog ate the lease, but that didn't work. And now I'm stuck in a shelter, but this pit bull is ready for a new crib. I'm loving, loyal, and play well with others. So don't be intimidated by all my muscles, because the biggest one I have is my heart. <laughs> That's right, I said it. I look cute now, but when my owner lost his job, it was rough. I was living on the street, and one night, me and this Cocker Spaniel got into it so bad, I wound up looking like an ice cream cone. I cried a little bit, but thankfully I got rescued, so I'm running, I'm jumping, all back to my old self, and I'm ready to give unconditional love, even if you put a lampshade on my head. Welcome back to Career Center. I am Kimberly White with human resource leader, Tanya Griffin, continuing our discussion on career search. And when we left, you had just mentioned um, you, you like to provide coaching advice to leaders. Mm -hmm. So what type of advice do you uh, give to leaders? Because I think, you know, to the point, to, to your point that you made earlier about they really, you know, if you have a bad leader, you, you, your people are going to leave. If you have a great leader, they're going to stay. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, that, that person's really instrumental. So what's some advice that, you know, for those listening can take away? You know, one of the things that I like to do with new leaders is something I call a new leader assimilation. Mm -hmm. So you're a new leader coming into an organization. You don't know anything about your team members, and they don't know anything about you. Mm -hmm take a couple of months, maybe 60 to 90 days to kind of get up, get things operating. Mm -hmm. And then as an HR leader, I want us all to get together and mm -hmm. talk. I want to see how things are going. Mm -hmm. And so this is a wonderful session where 
I uh, we <coughs> set it up with everybody in the room and then the leader leaves okay. and I talk to the colleagues or the team members and I'm, I'm asking like what do you know about this person what else would you want to know about them mm -hmm. what do they know about you mm -hmm. what do you want them to know about you what's working well mm -hmm. what's not working well what do you see as challenging mm -hmm. challenging um, as you face the future and then mm -hmm. what solutions do you have and then how are things going with communication mm -hmm. and this creates a great platform for me to provide coaching to the leader on how they're interacting with their team mm -hmm. so the first thing is are you as a leader open I mean you don't have to share your whole personal life right. but your your well, team members should know down. something yeah. about you yeah. um, they should feel a human connection to mm -hmm. their leader mm -hmm. and then you should know something about, about them, them. Mm -hmm. I don't, they don't have to tell you everything mm -hmm. but you should know if they have children yeah. or you should know if they have a sport or a hobby yeah. because creating a bond a relationship mm -hmm. um, is really critical yeah. And then um, getting, asking for their ideas and insights on challenges that you're, you're facing and even being open to changing your a way, perhaps not completely, but if you have to make some adjustments cause, mm -hmm. because you, you, you lead in, in terms of situations mm -hmm. and you lead by person, not blanket leadership. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being a, a adaptable to a change that might make your team even more engaged mm -hmm. is important. Yeah. Um, when I, I talk to leaders and I say, well, in the process of getting to know your, your team members, don't just always talk about like what's your projects you're working right. on and give me a status. Right. Start out before you even go into the work they're doing with, let's talk about your development goals. Yeah. Let's talk about your career. I mean, yeah. how do you feel where you are right now and yeah. where do you want to go and what can I do to help you? Mm -hmm. What kind of training initiatives? So that creates this like really um, comfortable working relationship. Yeah. So if there is a scenario where you have to give some crucial feedback or you've already established a relationship where you yeah, can do that performance yeah. um, mm -hmm. I hate to use the word correction but if you have to guide someone mm -hmm. to improvement or guide someone to greater success mm -hmm. you've already developed a rapport with them where that's going to be received in yeah. a much more positive manner than yeah. somebody you hardly ever speak to or have yeah. any interaction that, with. that is just such great great mm -hmm. advice and you think everybody would just know that mm -hmm. but they don't mm -hmm. um, I think especially nowadays um, with people you know involved in so many different things and so much going on mm -hmm. in everyday life to to know your people and to your point not everything but just a little bit if they have kids or they you know married do they have a sick parent that they're taking care of in 60 days 90 days you have enough time to do that and you yeah really and that's should. what you should be focused on and, and don't come in trying to change everything yeah. right away get to know your people yeah. now the other piece of advice that I like that I frequently have to give when I coach leaders sometimes has to do with performance related uh -huh. issues uh -huh. and you know it's so important for a leader to be really clear about what their expectations are uh -huh. for their team members uh -huh. You can't hold someone accountable to something if you haven't been clear in that. expressing yeah. expectations and then right. be regular in giving feedback to them around how they're progressing mm -hmm. towards their um, their performance goals mm -hmm. or expectations versus waiting till there's a disaster <laughs> and you want to come to HR because yeah. you're ready to take an employment action right. against a team member and you've had no conversation right. with them about how they're doing or what right. your expectations are right. and um, how they could be making improvements. Yeah. 
So those are the things that I okay. do a That's lot good. of career, you know, their own leaders need coaching mm -hmm. around their own career too. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I find a lot of joy in having career mm -hmm. coaching conversations. Yes. That's good. And I think oftentimes people feel like they can't really talk about that because mm -hmm. they don't want an employer to think that they're thinking of leaving. But you want them to grow, whether Absolutely. that's in your company or not. So it it's just makes sense to do that. Here's a metric that I think every organization should have for leaders. Mm -hmm. we, were, we don't want to reward leaders who hoard their talent. Mm. <laughs> I think we should be rewarding leaders who share their talent and move their talent. Do not create great talent that's movable across the organization. Okay. So you could do really well in meeting your metrics, mm -hmm. your sales numbers, mm -hmm. your widget should get out the door mm -hmm. or, you know, customer satisfaction, mm -hmm. but if you keep your people to yourself, yeah. I don't think you're a very successful yeah. leader. I, I love that. We need to, you need to like trademark that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. No hoarders of talent. No, no hoarders of talent for sure. So anybody who's like looking to go into a leadership role, that's yeah. something that they should keep top of mind is yeah. I want people to be begging for my talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually just sat down with my team and did just a similar, just, you know, where do you want to be? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want to do mm -hmm. three, four, five years from now? And let's make sure that I'm providing you opportunities to learn mm -hmm. how to grow in that area so that, you know, I don't want them to leave. But I think it just makes sense that we, we're, you know, working with people and helping people mm -hmm. to grow. So, And I tell, um, I tell team members and employees, you be initiate, the initiator mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of those conversations if your boss isn't. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, very good. All right, so I'm going to go back a little bit. Okay. So you're just, uh, you know, you're just graduated from college <laughs> and you're trying to figure out, or you already know what you're doing. You're you know, chemical engineer, but what um, some practical advice you would share with someone who's just starting a career search or maybe has been in a job for a couple of years and just realized, yeah, this isn't for me. Well, first of all, while you're in college, yeah. it is so important to try to get some work experience. Yeah. So if you're an, you know, so intern, interns, or I interned mm -hmm. with two major companies mm -hmm. and I ended up joining one of those companies mm -hmm. when I graduated from mm -hmm. college and I felt like I was already a member of the family. Yeah. So, yeah. um, after um, you know, you start working, and the way people look for jobs today, it's so different it than different. the way it used to be. Yeah. Um, but you cannot stay in your own little bubble. Mm -hmm. You have to be out and about. You yeah. networking, networking, networking. And you networking. probably hear it yeah. all the time. People come on your show. Mm -hmm. um, that is the way that I've gotten. Mm, the last three jobs mm -hmm. that I got. Yeah. I didn't reach out and yeah. call someone, they called me because yeah. um, they were people that knew that I was looking mm -hmm. or, or knew that I had a skill set. Or they that just the saw company. you on LinkedIn too. Yeah, right? LinkedIn. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you can, you can do a lot of, spend a lot of time, you know, sending resumes out yeah, and you'll get frustrated <laughs> yeah. because, you know, you're one of a thousand resumes. Yeah. So how do you network? I mean, of course, LinkedIn is a great tool. Mm -hmm. um, lots of features there. Mm -hmm. and um, But finding places where people are, mm -hmm. you know, like professional organizations. Mm -hmm. um, keeping those memberships up. Keeping them, but mm -hmm. attending, attending their events meetings, yeah. and, um, you know, having a good um, elevator speech mm -hmm. or brand statement, mm -hmm. it's, it's all in how you approach mm -hmm. and introduce yourself and there's yeah. lots of books and information on how to brand yourself. Mm -hmm. The other thing that people should do is if you're, you know, you're an active um, 
in the job searches, just get a blank piece of paper or however you do it and start writing down everybody you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, professionally and perhaps not, un you know, yeah, not socially uh, personally, or socially, professionally, yeah. personally, who might be able to mm -hmm. connect you to someone mm -hmm. who would eventually, you know, could re eventually result in, um, you know, a prospect for mm -hmm. a potential job. Yeah. And it's, it's easy not to do that because <laughs> yeah. it, it takes time, it takes preparation and mm -hmm. planning before mm -hmm. you, to, that's a part of it. But that is one thing that I would highly recommend people do. Yeah. And then reach out to all those people yeah. and let them know that you are look what you're looking for mm -hmm. and ask for their um, kind of their network, if they have people that they can introduce you to or can mm -hmm. share your, your information yeah. with and, and start there. Start so. there. It, it's, it's critical and mm -hmm. crucial to, you know, you have to be um, comfortable mm -hmm. in that space, mm -hmm. but you, you really, even if you are an introvert, you need to figure out how to be an extrovert right. during that, you know, during that time. So, yeah. um, so again, going back, you know, when you think about um, competencies and mm -hmm. skills and mm -hmm. uh, that you need. What are some things you would um, share with mm -hmm. your um, newly graduated self, <laughs> if you will, that you want to make sure that you get along the way? Yeah. So I look at a lot of companies' confident or um, their like leadership competency models, mm -hmm. and you know, they, people are they, companies are very unique. They they tailor those to what they need as an organization, but there's a lot of common language there, like being a being good at teamwork, and mm -hmm. you're not going to be working by yourself. Mm -hmm. So, how you um, interact with others and how you um, focus on um, being a leader versus being an individual contributor and understanding that there's great value in both mm -hmm. of them is important. Um, customer service, we all service someone, whether mm -hmm. they're internal or external. Mm -hmm. So having customer service and service excellence mm -hmm. at the top of mind mm -hmm. is critical. What's also really important in this um, fast-paced environment mm -hmm. in which we exist is being results-driven. Mm -hmm. You've got to be somebody who gets things done mm -hmm. and resourceful in the way you do it in a creative way. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I, I, as organizations become more global, mm -hmm. your perspective um, mm -hmm. around different cultures mm -hmm. and this global landscape mm -hmm. that we exist in is going to be something that will make you successful mm -hmm. in your search and successful once you get that job. Mm -hmm. And then as people get higher in organizations, um, and you don't have to be too high, but be, you know, understanding that we're looking for people who can create or think about something in the future, mm -hmm. a vision, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know, start to figure out how how to get there. How right. how do what even you know the way that you speak about what you do can't mm -hmm. be about how we do things today. Right. It has to be about what can we do in the future and what should we be. It's it's like you have foresight. So you mm -hmm. see things in terms of possibilities, mm -hmm. not just in actuality today. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved what you just said mm -hmm. because you really are talking about people have to be um, really well rounded, yep. right? And yep. be open. And we didn't, you know, get to touch um, much on or at all on diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, you talked about the global piece, yes. and your your company needs to be able to see, um, or your hiring manager or your boss needs to be able to see someone that's 
you know, has a perspective that is more global, mm -hmm. and, um, mm -hmm. you know, so diversity of thought and thinking and all of that. So Companies cannot be successful if they don't um, mm -hmm. bring that piece in. Yeah. And they don't hire for that. And, and people who are looking for jobs are looking for companies that value diversity mm -hmm. and inclusion. Yeah, so clean up that uh, social media. I yes, right? absolutely. <laughs> all right. Absolutely. Well, Tanya, thank you so much for joining me on this month's pleasure. edition of Career Center. And to our television audience, if you're in job transition or looking for job search advice, visit the Community Career Center at 1815 West Dill Road, Suite 900 in Naperville, or search us on the web at communitycareercenter.org. Thanks so much for watching.